All right, welcome guys to the first episode of Now's Not a Good Time with uh, Tim, and, <laughs> Tim and Dan. <laughs> Joining me is always is going to be Tim on the other side here. Um, what, are you, what are you doing, bro? I am hanging up, working on hanging up some Arkansas football pictures that are autographed. Awesome. So yeah, a little bit of introduction. We're going to take some questions about football. We're going to talk football. I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. I'm a Michigan Wolverine fan. Tim, who are your teams? I am a Kansas City Chiefs fan and a Arkansas Razorback fan. That's an understatement because I've known Tim for, I don't know, a long time. Too long. And <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I've known you a long time. but So what, what pictures are you hanging up? Because I, I know, but the people don't know. Um, well, what am I not hanging up? Let's see. <laughs> well, here I got a Gary Anderson picture autograph that I'm working on hanging up. Tyler Wilson. Basically, I have, I have, I started an autograph museum at my house. So basically, Arkansas football. Yeah. Uh, photos that are autographed are going up on the wall. Hell yeah. Pink, Pink Floyd once said another brick, brick on the wall, but I said another autograph <laughs> on the wall. But you have some crazy stuff, man. Like, I didn't even... Like, when I met you, man, I didn't know anything about Arkansas football. Yeah, I remember that. Like, I knew nothing. I remember that. I think one of the first times that we hung out, or just... like I think we just ran into each other because it was in college... I was, taking, well, we, I was I was at Butler or something. You were at Butler. It was like an, at the at the other campus, not and, the main campus, Andover. but the Andover, Andover one. Yeah. Yeah. And you were on one of those like MySpace. desktop computers that were yeah, yeah. You were on MySpace in like the lobby. Yeah. And you're like you're like I know you. You're the bowling alley. Yeah. <laughs> so I was I was probably like, who's this guy at first? But, yeah, you acted like you didn't know me. You were shy back then. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but you know, the thing was, you were like, "Hey, check this out," and it was like your MySpace wall. If you guys can remember out there, what MySpace was like. But he had all these videos on there, and they were of like Derek McFadden, and he'd play Matt, them. And he'd, Matt and, Jones, yeah. Yeah, he'd play them, and then and then like. You know, I'd be sitting there like, who gives a who gives a crap? You know, uh, thinking thinking to myself, <laughs> I'm like I'm thinking to myself, yeah, how do I yeah. how do I get out of this? And then and then you're like, the the video would stop, and you're like, it was pretty cool, right? I was like, sure. And then eventually, like, you wore me out with it that I kept asking questions about Arkansas football, and he told me McFadden is this. He was a Heisman Trophy candidate that year, stuff like that. And then and then we ended up bonding over I want to say the NCAA football games. Oh yeah. I mean that was I mean this is a while ago. That was probably like two thousand six. Well or that seven. was like that was like fifteen years ago. Yeah. Yeah. But it was just you know, that kinda gives you guys context of where we're coming from, but it uh so you're like you're like a Argosoft fanatic because I mean that's the only things that you wear. And that's the, the colors are <laughs> well, like red. I mean, it is though. It's like you, you know, both teams, the Chiefs and Arkansas, are both red. Yeah, 
that's not like all that I wear, guys. I'll be honest with you. Like, uh, yeah. Okay, you like Notre Dame a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but <laughs> yeah, I, I like I do like Notre Dame for sure. So what's the state of like Arkansas right now? Like going into the twenty twenty two season, they finished where did they finish last year in the SEC? Third? Um I, You I guys mean, went to the, like, the Rose Bowl, right? Or something? They, Sugar Bowl? They... Still there? Can you hear Still me? With me, bro? Yeah, I can hear you now. I lost you there for a second. There we go. Okay, what was the question? Okay. Sorry. Well, what are your hopes for this year for like Arkansas football? You guys, I mean, I, created a good year I, last year. I hope that. Uh, I mean, I hope they get over the hump and they get better. You know, um, I'm hoping for ten wins this season. Ten wins and like last year. I mean, that's a lot to ask because last year they had nine and they they lost Traylon Burks, which was a stud receiver, you know, 6'2", 6'3", 225. Ran probably a 4'4", 4'5". Yeah. You know, first-round draft pick. And they also lost some uh, crazy stud linebackers. Crazy stud linebackers. Oh, that one guy, you because – We'd call each other during the season, but he was like, I forgot his name, man, but he's like a white guy. Grant Runner. Morgan. Yeah. They lost. They lost him. They lost him. He he went to the Jaguars, and they lost, um, well, Hayden Henry graduated, which Hayden Henry's brother is a tight end, Hunter Henry. Right. And I believe that, that Hayden Henry is a fifth-generation Razorback, I want to say, maybe fourth or third. I thought it was fifth generation. So basically, Hayden Henry's father and grandfather, you know, great grandfather, all of them have played for Arkansas. That's so insane. Like, yeah. They're like Arkansas royalty. The Henry In family. a way. In a way, yeah. So did that guy go pro? Hunt Hunter's brother? I don't I do not think Hayden Henry got signed with anybody. Yeah. Which which is a shame, but And Hunter can uh, never stay healthy, it seems like. I think he had a good year last year. Yeah. Hunter Henry has ran into some injury problems, but when you play for New England, I mean your chances of getting hurt are pretty high because you gotta be mentally not all there because you're you're like, I can't believe I'm playing for the Patriots, but I, I'm sorry. I'm just not a Patriots fan. So. I'm not either. I'm not either. I'm a big <laughs> Dolphins fan. We're in the same division. Yeah. I get, I get tired of them. Um, but I think their time's coming. You know, I think the Belichick's going to have to retire. Well, Mac, Mac Jones is 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 not Brady. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what, though. Um, I have extremely high hopes. For the Arkansas football, because let me tell you this. Uh, that was my coach, original question. Yeah. Their head coach, Sam Pittman, he grew up literally, I believe it was 80 miles from Fayetteville, Arkansas. So 
He grew up 80 miles from Razorback Stadium. He went to college at Pittsburgh State University in Kansas and played football there. Literally, his whole, basically, life was in that area. And here's the crazy thing. When Arkansas had the biggest line in all of football, he was literally the offensive line coach. And then guess who helped start Georgia towards their national championship? Sam Pittman. <laughs> Dude, they got some monsters down in Georgia. I mean, Michigan didn't have a chance in yeah. the, the Orange Bowl. That was a disgrace. They just It was like uh, monsters against boys on some level. Oh, yeah. And did you see that defensive tackle for Georgia? I forgot his name, but he, he Jordan like, Davis. Jordan Davis. He ran like a four five or something. Really good forty think, time for a big I think guy. it was like four six. Maybe. Still. Dude, yeah, it was something ungodly. A defensive tackle. Uh, yeah. So anyways, there's another guy that I didn't know about. And he happens to be like probably one of your favorite players. I mean, you kicked my ass so many times on NCAA football with, like, the greatest Arkansas players. Actually, four players that you usually <laughs> Well, get. it was. They're... Yeah? You want me to say them? I'll say them because I, I know other names now. McFadden, Felix Jones, Peyton Hillis, and the guy that I'm going to mention, Matt Jones. That guy tore me up, man. I had no idea can you he was hear coming me? either. I can hear you. I can hear you. Still there? Okay, my, my headphones died, so. Oh, yeah. okay. But my headphones. You tore me up in the video game. I didn't see it coming. I was arrogant. I invited you over to my house. I was like, you know, I'm going to school this guy. And I had for, like, several years. And then I go off okay. to – I went off to film school. And then we're playing online. And then you're kicking my butt in NCAA football. Well, you even accused me of um, of not trying years prior. You, you I remember? Did, I, yeah, I didn't want to go there, but we can. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, my bad. You, you would question, no, no, no. You no. had questioned if I was even trying back in the day because we hadn't played in a while, and then we play again, and it's just a totally different ball game now. <laughs> <laughs> it is because. Oh, back in the day, I could do. I could. I could actually mess around. I could. I could just spot you. You know, I could. I get a big lead, and then I could just take it easy. Yeah. And and early, and then and then we did like a franchise, and we've had friendships. We had we've had our friendship and multiple times over these NCAA football franchises. <laughs> well, the the best one though, you got to tell them the best one is in my parents' house where I was growing up. I basically lived up in the attic. I had a bedroom by the attic, and I had crappy internet service. And I would tell you, like, I'm not – I don't have good internet service connection. And you thought I, I couldn't take a loss, so I was restarting all these games. Yeah, I really thought that you were just quitting every time you were losing because I was a commissioner, and I, I was ready to advance, and it was on, like, the highest difficulty. And, <laughs> and then you'd always come up with some – sort of complaint in my eyes. I mean, I was like 19, whatever, you know, you know, I had my own issues going on, but so, so anyways, you sent me these, these excuses every week. And then like, it was every time you were losing too. 
So every time you're losing, you're getting you're losing connection apparently, and all this stuff. So it ended up adding up, and I was like, you know what? I can't have a dishonest friend. <laughs> yeah, this friendship's you, over. <laughs> you literally cut ties with me, and then the funniest thing is, the funniest thing is, you come over years later. Yeah. A couple years later, you come over, and you're like, you know, we're trying to play online up there. And you're like, dude, your connection up here sucks. I was like, I tried to tell you that three years ago. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. And that we've is- had some. T- we've had some times, man, around around football. And one more, one more, real quick. I want the subway sandwich. <laughs> oh so man, we're at a high school football game, and you were upset about a girl and we were there together i drove I, I think i drove right um yeah and what happened was i was trying to calm her down and mine might i add you know she was a, a complete nutcase you know she ended up being a nutcase like she had more problems than than uh the chiefs had when todd haley was their head coach but <laughs> anyway um Basically, I'm trying to calm her down, and you ha- you had literally no patience. You were like literally like Woody Hayes back then, no patience at all. And you're like, I'm leaving. You know, I don't want any part of this. So you literally leave and make me walk back to your house. And you don't. I, see, walk- I got tired. I got tired of you spending money on her. That she wasn't putting out, or she wasn't going out with you. She wasn't taking you seriously. I got tired of it. So I was like, you know what? Screw this. But then and I left. Literally, literally, I am so mad because I, I had to walk back to your house. And then you literally didn't want to face me. He doesn't even want to face me. He just puts my Subway sandwich on my car <laughs> and basically ends the friendship again. So not only have I lost a friend, I lost a Subway sandwich, too. Oh yeah, because it, it it totally got rotten, or it was out there for several hours. But might I add, since then it, it's so funny because since then, literally, um, the tides have turned. <laughs> like I've literally listened to your phone calls about women. If I had a dollar for every time, I wouldn't even have to work. You know? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You <laughs> you've been my therapist, and I haven't paid up yet, so. But I mean, that's, that's good. I mean, that's, you know, thanks for forgiving me for being a dick. And, um, yeah, we, you know, I think that's just, you know, kind of like a brother friendship type thing, but it's fun. It's funny now. I, I can, oh, I can yeah. understand what, you know, not ideal to walk five or six miles, however long it was from the stadium to the house to get, and then see your subway sandwich <laughs> on your car. Yeah. Uh, it was just a bad night, but. Just a bad night. Well, we got a listener here, and we'll this will take a little break. We'll talk about. Um, we'll see if he wants to come on, but he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to. Let's see. Well, invite to speak. He's a guy that I've been working with on YouTube. Uh, he's got a page called Twin Flicks. Oh, okay. And we just started a new show. Called Two Guys in a Movie. Okay. And the first yeah, episode. Do an episode or two of that. Oh, did you? 
I did. I yeah, know, I actually, only been, only been I listened, one. I listened to some of the YouTube videos while I was on my way to a bowling tournament. Oh yeah, that was, okay. So I do two shows with Paul right now. Physical media coast to coast, where we share our DVD, Blu-ray, 4K UHD pickups each week, and physical media. Love physical media. We both love physical media. Love movies in general. Talk about stuff like that on that show. And then two guys in a movie. The whole idea is to bring awareness to movies that are kind of under the radar, un- underrated, and you know they need to be more brought out, talked about. Like so, our first episode of Two Guys in a Movie was Fandango. Tim, have you heard of Fandango? Oh, yeah. It's a very funny movie. But you hadn't heard of it unless, until I told you about it, right? I had heard about it. I'd never seen it. Okay. And it's got Kevin Costner in it. And uh, I pretty much, after I watched it, I was like, uh, bro, there's this movie. It's called Fandango. Kevin Costner's in it. And it's nothing like Yellowstone. It's nothing like Kevin Costner is really in. I mean, this is definitely like his Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Wouldn't in you a agree? way, yeah. Yeah. So we watched that together, and so. Well, the funny thing about Fandango is, yeah, I had just got back from, you know, my Las Vegas bowling trip, so. It was it was like watching the movie. It was like I was living out making the drive again. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, you go through Albuquerque and New yeah. Mexico. How, I mean, how was that drive? Um, it was long, and it was it was like you know, I think the drive home was worse than the drive there. The drive there was, I was excited, you know, everything, but the drive home was was brutal. Yeah. But there was, there was fires going on in New Mexico, and we were trying to stay away from those. But it wasn't too bad. Yeah, well, I guess Paul doesn't want to come on, which is fine. Thanks for listening, Paul. Uh, I know you're not a football guy. But oh. you guys, check out Two Guys in a Movie on uh, Twin Flicks. Our next episode is coming out Sunday. We're going to talk about Red State. So that should be fun. All right, man. So we talked a little bit about college football. Talked about the video game. Mm-hmm. Now I, I want to talk about just like you were sort of like involved in college football, right? I was, yes. At uh, um, Butler Community College. Yes, I was the football manager there. What was that and like? Do what? What was that like? I mean. Seeing these guys that can potentially Dude, go pro and transfer, you know what I mean? It was, it was, I mean, it was, it was really weird, but it was, it was, it was great. But the weird thing about it was, I mean, here are these guys from all over the country and literally, um, you know, you, you come together so fast and you all become a family, you know, and Butler was actually back to back national champs during that time period that I was there. And uh, it, it's funny because, like, we would be at practice and literally, you know, there's there's scouts from all over the country. I mean, like, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Arkansas, 
uh, Michigan, you know, Baylor. Wow. All- Still with me? We may have lost him, guys. I think I hear you him. You hear me? I hear you now. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, well, where'd you lose me at? <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about the scouts and how all these NFL scouts were coming or big colleges. Yeah, all, all these college scouts were literally coming from all over the country. And the, the crazy thing is uh, – I just I wasn't ready for that. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, this is this is incredibly serious stuff right here. You know, there's these prestigious universities coming and watching some of these guys. Yeah. And, but look, and this is you met Zach Taylor, right, during this time, or is that a different time? Uh he came after me. He was there after me, but I've met him. I've met I've met Demarcus Lawrence. I'm friends with Byron Pringle. Um Michael Gallup, I know him. Oh, um, I've met Blake. I mean, I mean that old God, Michael Gallup. I was thinking of the Byron Pringle story that we had at the mall at one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, there's a thing, too, guys. Real quick, just a side note. There's a thing, too. When I'm in public with Tim, he knows everybody. Like he, there's, You're guaranteed <laughs> to run into somebody that he knows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, well, what's what's funny? We went five places in Wichita, Kansas, one time, and Wichita, Kansas has like, I think four hundred thousand people or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I you mean, would know. I would. I wouldn't know. It's not. It's not. You know, Dallas, Texas, but it's not. You know, small town America. It's a decent sized city, and we went to five different places, and four of those places, I ran into somebody that I knew. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm sitting there like an idiot. So we're sitting in like vintage stock, and this guy comes up, and I guess he was a quarterback at one yeah. of the colleges that you or no? Well, I think it was high school and college, right? Yeah, we we uh, he went to Douglas, Kansas, and I went to Mulvane, and uh, he was a quarterback at Douglas, and literally the best quarterback I ever saw in high school, and unfortunately he wow. just. Like, Played on a crappy team, but he literally almost he he played for Hutchinson Community College, and going into the Hutch week, I told all the defenders I was like, "Watch this guy right here," and I was pointing to him. I was like, "Watch this guy right here," because he is a freak athlete, and literally, um, he may be the backup quarterback, but I guarantee you, they're going to play some have some trick plays for you. And literally, they would put him at wide receiver and one run uh, wide receiver reverse passes and stuff with him. And he almost beat Butler. <laughs> wow, single-handedly, sounds like. Because of those plays. Yeah. And you're on the sidelines warning him. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I do my homework. Oh, I know. <laughs> I mean, I've always said it, Tim, that, that you should have been a coach. Man, and I'll tell you what, you know, I coached Pee Wee here in uh, Wellington for two years, and it was so funny because I was treated like I knew nothing, literally. And um, I'll never forget it. I'll take this to my grave. We are literally, every week we're getting demolished. We are getting absolutely killed. 
you know, we can't even get a first down, let alone a touchdown. Right. But uh, literally, it was so funny because um, the head coach going into week three is like, all right, I'm going to let you have – I'm going to let you have – a series this week of offensive play calling. Yeah, so game, I want right? you to. Yeah, this is gonna. It's gonna be during the game. He's like, so I want you to think of a couple plays over the weekend, and next week you can teach them to the to the kids. And next week, you'll get your shot. Well, I was like, I was so pumped up, man. I was, I was like, oh, you know, I was like Rudy. I was like, I've been waiting for this moment my whole life. No, 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 The Jerry Goldsmith score going yeah. on. Yeah. So I literally go home and I, I write down five plays. I literally write down five plays. I mm-hmm. teach the kids the five plays and literally – Oh, man, I think we lost him again. Come back, Tim. We need you, Coach. You know, uh, I'm going to give you the brains. All right. Yeah. You, bro- you, know, you broke up. Shot. So, literally, do what? You broke you up there because it broke up after five plays. So. Oh, okay. Well, he was, Where he was were the five me- plays from? Or did you, did you come up with these plays on your own? Um. I did not come up with them fully on my own, but I took some yeah. ideas like the college football game and stuff like that and some old school stuff that I had studied before. And uh, literally, I'll never forget this. We're down like 28 to 7, or no, 28 to nothing, I mean, sorry, in the second quarter. And literally, literally, I call the plays Two plays, 80 yards, touchdown. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Two plays, 80 yards, touchdown. And these guys, these kids had never even gotten a first down. But then, oh. then he pulls me to the side and literally cusses me out and says, I don't need your help on offense. Get back on defense. Are you serious? If it weren't for you, we wouldn't be losing every game, you know. Oh yeah, and I never touched the offense again. Wow, and that but, was the only points they scored, right? Uh, yeah, the only points, the only points they scored that year was right then, and they didn't score a touchdown the next year either. Wow, those kids are in high school now. Well, bro, looks like we have our first caller. Cool, Zelly. Looks like a 49ers fan. Let's a 49ers let, let's, fan. All right, all right. Let's, let's let him in. Let's see here. Hey, Zelly, what's going on? You were on with us. Guess they hung up. I guess they did hang up. That was weird. That was. We'll see what happens. They're, they're see, if, see if they call back. It said they're listening. But uh, It says they're listening, yeah. Yeah, Zelly, if you want to come on anytime, we're doing some football talk, ask us anything. Oh, I guess now's not a good time. I, I, yeah, I guess football talk scared me away, which I can understand that because the 49ers have not been good in recent years. Well, uh, you know, that's interesting you bring up the 49ers because you're a Chiefs fan. They beat them in the Super Bowl. 
They did. And now I'm a Dolphins fan, and we have one of their coaches as head coach, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Mike McDaniel is now the head coach. Yeah. So it's interesting. I, I mean, I feel like Shanahan's done a good job since he's been there. I mean, they used to suck really bad. Like Harbaugh brought him back a little bit, and then and then they stunk again for a while. Shanahan is known for blowing leads. <laughs> That's true. That's true. The twenty-eight to seven in the Super Bowl against the, the yeah. Falcons, and Patriots. Yeah, I mean, he was the play caller for that. You know, the blown yeah. Super Bowl against the Chiefs. He was the head coach for that. You know. Yeah. Is that more on uh, Garoppolo and Mahomes' magic, or is it actually coaching, you think, Shanahan, for the Super Bowl? I mean, I think I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not saying that he's not a good coach, because I think he is. You know. You got to be a good coach to go to the Super Bowl. Uh... That's not necessarily true. Okay. I mean, it's Barry Switzer. You think think of Barry Switzer when he came into the Cowboys that one year and and went to the Super Bowl? No, Switzer Switzer was a great coach. I hate to say that, but Switzer was a great coach. I'm trying to think of an example. um, Oh, the head coach of the – the head coach of the – Ravens that won their first Super Bowl. Oh, that with the defense that won you two thousand. Yeah, 2000? what was that guy's name? I can see him, uh, but I Bellet, can't. Uh, Brian Billick or something like that. Or the fuck. Yeah, I should. I should know that. Was that his I mean, name? Something like that. That sounds familiar. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. You know, I didn't think that. I didn't think that. that God was the greatest coach. Well, how about um, Gruden? I mean, do you think he's John a Gr- coach? Yeah. Do I think he's a coach? I think he has a great football mind. Now, however, um, I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, I think he's entertaining. <laughs> oh, definitely. I, you know, but I think about the time where he won. He went to the Super Bowl with the Raiders. I mean, that was probably that was good coaching. I mean, Rich Gannon played out of his butt, man. You know, you also though you had uh, Hall of Famers throughout the Raiders organization at the time. Yeah, true. But I, I do think he's a. I do. I would say he's a great coach. I would. John Gruden. I would put him up there. See, I can't think of any examples then because I was thinking the time where he got fired from the Raiders or let go or whatever happened, traded, I think, from, to the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers had, like, an outstanding defense. And yes. not to mention work done and Mike well, Allstott. Well, the, that, the Buccaneers that beat the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. It didn't – yeah, that, that, was, that was Gruden, though, coaching. He was coaching the Buccaneers, I thought, then. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he never went to the Super Bowl with the Raiders because of the tuck rule, right? Is that that year? I believe so. Well, I mean, we may be a little bit wrong, but... Yeah, we might be. I believe that John Gruden was the head coach of 
the Raiders. Yeah, he was the head coach of the Ra- or the Buccaneers when they won the Super Bowl. So, because um, I believe that uh, Tony Dungy was already gone. Right. Tony- I was I was thinking that he went to the Super Bowl with the Raiders before, but I guess I'm thinking of the same Super Bowl, so that's not possible. Yeah, because the Raiders hadn't been to the Super Bowl in a long time. Yeah, so I guess it wasn't Rich Gannon. He didn't coach Rich Gannon then on that. Because Rich Gannon, I think he won like the MVP, didn't he? I do not remember, but I do know Rich Gannon was a great quarterback. He played good. So in, anyways, um, I was just thinking of an example. Are you there? Yeah, do you hear me? Yeah. I was just trying to think of an example of like a bad coach that went, that won the Super Bowl. Or went to the Super Bowl, even. But I, I can't think of any. Um, well, overall, my, you know, my coaching expertise is not a hundred percent, but now if you want to talk about quarterbacks that, yeah, we should, we should, if you want to talk about quarterbacks that are, that have won a Super Bowl that are horrible, uh, well then, um, Elvis Gerback is one. <laughs> Well, he wasn't a starter, though. No. But was was Trent Dilfer much better? Um, no. No. <laughs> That's true. But you had that Ravens defense back then. Oh, yeah. Is that the best defense ever? I don't know about that. It's hard to say because I think the generations of, and the, and the it, rule it really changes. Is. And it really is. It's hard to compare. But it it was one of them, definitely. It's like you, we were talking about quarterbacks, and and with the rules now, Dan Marino would throw for eight thousand yards. He would do that on a yearly basis. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, dude, like think of it this way, you know Montana would throw for six to eight thousand, without a doubt. You know, Steve Young would. Uh, a lot of them would. You know, yeah. Brett, Fa- Brett Favre probably would. But you think about it this way. Back when they played, you could hit the receiver all the way down the field, and you could smack the living daylights out of the quarterback. Now you can't even touch the quarterback, especially if he's Brady. <laughs> yeah, Brady, Brady's got, like, his own rules. Yeah. Man, it's 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 changed so much. I think that they're going to end up having flags on the quarterback someday, and then just like defensive end will just pull a flag and he's sacked. Like the play's stopped. But I don't know, man. It's just it's a different game, like you said. Like Brett Favre got his butt kicked his last game or last season or whatever that playoff run was. The the bounty gate. <laughs> he literally had a defense had bounties on him. Like he was getting. Nailed, and that would not happen now. Yeah, yeah. You could you could hit the receivers early at the line. You could you could pull on them. You could do all kinds of things. And now it's just it's it's an offensive friendly game. Oh yeah. So, but I I got a question for you. Okay. Who are your top five all time Michigan football players? Ever. <laughs> Woodson. I mean, I know Charles he's, Woodson. 
Um, I've got to go with Desmond Howard. Yeah. Favorites. These are like my favorites. Can you say that? Yeah. Um, I really like uh, Jabril Peppers when he was there. Okay. I liked him. And, um, I'm thinking of Julius Peppers. No, not, not that guy. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Peppers that you're talking about was, he was a cornerback, wasn't he? Or was he a receiver? Yeah, he was like a cornerback. I think he plays safety now for the Giants. Okay. Yeah. Liked him a lot. Um, I'm drawing a blank because there's a guy that was with the New York Giants receiver. I liked him a lot. I can't remember his name. So, what kind of fan am I? Um, <laughs> Jordan Lewis. I liked him a lot. He's a cornerback. Yeah, I like Steve Hutchinson. A lot of the backups, a lot of the offensive linemen. I like them. Brian Greasy, yeah. I liked him as I like Brian Greasy as a as a uh, quarterback in college. Now I'm not going to lie to you, I was really excited when the Dolphins signed him. Yeah, I was like, well, oh yeah, was, this is that was uh, one of the greatest of all time, really, on the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no topping Reno, and there never will be for a Dolphin. But I mean, second second command, you think of Bob Greasy. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And, then, you know, they were really run heavy then, too, and they had a defense. Well, and I'll tell you this. Um, the uh, <laughs> the third in command you don't even want to talk about because as a non-Dolphin fan, third in command that you think of throwing the ball was their punter, and that was an epic fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might as well have Ray Finkel out there. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, I'm trying to think what I was gonna, what I was gonna say. I can't remember, but it's it's hard. I think it's just all when you grow up too. I mean, there's well, everybody's gonna have their own different five. Uh, mean, who are your top five Arkansas? I was gonna say, man, if if you ask me who my top five, like who my top five Arkansas players are, and who the greatest to ever go through there is, I mean, man, it is so hard to just pick five. Honestly. Um, now, historically, uh, Lance Allworth is, is one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Like, for Arkansas. He's in the NFL Hall of Fame. You know, Hall of Famer, yep. You, you've, got a, you've got to say uh, Dan Hampton. You know, he's in the Hall of Fame, too. But, um, you know... I'd say maybe uh, Clyde Smackover Scott is, is up there, even though that was way before my time. But he's, I have no he, idea who that is. He's uh, he was a running back there in like the 1940s, but he's actually got uh, I believe he's got his number retired. He's one of the few to have their number retired there. But now my top my favorites of all time, you know, in my lifetime, I'll say. I'm going to go my top five, not necessarily in this order. Um, 
Matt Jones is definitely up there, which you already knew that. Right. Um, Jared McFadden's up there. Um, right. I loved watching Felix Jones also in Pickles, but top five. It would probably be, along with McFadden and Matt Jones, I liked I liked Jerry Franklin a lot. Jerry Franklin had, I believe, over 400 tackles at middle linebacker. They were not good at the time, but he was good. I got to go, I mean, I got to go with uh, also, uh, I got to go with Grant Morgan. Started God damn, bro. Started his career as a walk-on man, became a All-American, won the Burlesworth Award, you know. Um, and I'll go, I'll go Brandon Burlesworth. I never got to see him play, but um, the legacy that he left is like undoubtedly, you know, you can't match. I mean, there's a college football award named after him, you know. So there's, there's a freaking movie about him now. Yeah. Which I'll admit, you know, I probably could have directed it better, but that's beside the point. <laughs> we'll do a movie episode sometime, football movies or something. But uh, oh, man, that's that's funny, dude. You're you're like a. This is the whole. That's what I was saying, guys. Like Tim is a massive Arkansas football fan. Like even, I, like I'm a Michigan fan, but I guess I'm a casual fan compared to Tim's fandom because Tim. <laughs> You just gave us like some deep cuts and some history there with Arkansas. That's it's impressive. Well, uh, Clyde Smackover Scott, I was talking to you about. That's his real uh, name. Well, his name is Clyde Scott, but they call him Clyde Smackover Scott because he's from Smackover, Arkansas. Oh my god! <laughs> is that that's a real place? Yeah. Wow. It sure is. That's awesome, man. It's That's hilarious. For, Smack for, over Arkansas. For me, though, it's so hard to honestly to pick a top five because there's been so many great players, you know, go through Arkansas. It's just insane. You know, it's really it's so hard for me to pick just five. Yeah. How about top? Uh, who are some of your top like Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, gee, I mean. I'm not um, saying five. Just just throw some out there. Oh, I mean, you got to go, Derek Thomas. Um, yeah. You know, now are you are you wanting in my lifetime or are you wanting uh, historically? I don't care. So whatever your favorites. How about your favorites? Definitely Derek Thomas, uh, Tony Gonzalez. Even though, you know, when he said that um, when he said that going to Atlanta made his career, that kind of upset me. Uh, you know, Dante Hall, the X Factor, Priest Holmes. Oh, man. Uh, Willie Rodefields. <laughs> I, rem- I remember Dante Hall. I mean, every yeah. every time that there was a punt return or a kick return, it was like you had to tune in. Oh, yeah. But Now, did, did Hester break his records? Or did he have records? I don't even know if he oh, had yeah. records. Hester, okay. Hester's the all-time leader in that. But when you're talking all-purpose yards, though, one of yeah. the greatest players of all time, when it comes to all-purpose yards, like, in my opinion, is Darren Sproles. 
I believe I believe that he's like fifth all time in all purpose yards, and all the guys that are up there with him are in the, the Hall of Famers. And he played like eighteen years, nineteen years in the NFL, man. Like that's insane. Quietly too. Quietly, you didn't exactly. hear much about him. I will never forget though, watching him at K State just demolish OU in the Big Twelve Championship game. That was so. That was like the greatest thing ever. I got a great moment too. Um, it's the opposite. I was at a KU game. They're playing K-State, and they hadn't beat K-State in probably over 15 years. Darren Sproles, this is the most unlikely scenario happens where there's a punt. Darren Sproles is back to receive. K-State fans are, like, chanting, Darren Sproles. You know, they're, like, they're, this is at Kansas, and the K-State fan, the Wildcat mm-hmm. fans, are taking over the stadium because the KU Jayhawks – they're not good at football, historically. And so I'm surrounded yeah. by K-State fans, and they're chanting Darren Sproles. It's it's so loud. The punt's in the air. Darren Sproles uncharacteristically fumbles. Kansas picks it up, and they end up scoring a touchdown. So the, the small KU fans and the brave KU fans start chanting Darren Sproles back at him. Well, <laughs> and, the, and then Kansas ends up winning the game. And this was a wild experience. Cause I, you know, I'm, I'm still in high school and, and, uh, the fans are charging the field and, and, the and, and they're jumping on the goalposts. And so I, I ran down the field too. And I helped carry the goalposts into the pond. It was like a historical moment. So that's kind of a memory well, I have of Darren Sproles, but, yeah, he was he's a hell of a player. Well let me tell let me tell the, the people listening the story about um my friend that went on to play linebacker at KU, Holden Tharp. Okay, um, go for it. Literally Holden Tharp, okay, is playing at Mulvane, he's playing offense and defense. Two years at running back, over three thousand yards. I believe it was uh forty touchdowns it was at least 30 touchdowns rushing and then he had over 400 tackles in three years at middle linebacker and the craziest thing he didn't even play his senior year in high school because he tore his acl but (laughs) i remember see i remember um you are you're taking me up to a game right literally you know i'm telling you how excited i am about my friend and everything and you and your dad started making fun of me saying that I was gay and I had a crush on him. <laughs> you you were excited. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, it is it was a historical moment because not many people from my hometown go on and play college football, let alone start as a freshman. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think, unfortunately, he got hurt, right? He did. He did. But I'm telling you, man, he was great. Um, and actually, now that we mention it, um, somebody from my hometown is actually going up to play football at KU now. Really? Who's that? Um, Mason Ellis, I believe, is his name. Wow. What, and what literally, position? man, his, he is fast. 
all of his brothers were fast too. I bet See, you they all run like four fives, four fours. In the what position is he going to play? Tight end or something? Oh no, he's going to play probably safety. I believe. Okay. See, I'm, I'm hopeful for KU, but at the same time, I'm cautious because they had a great, a couple of great games last season, and now that momentum—you hope they carry it on well, into dude, the next season. But it's KU; it's a basketball school. <laughs> man, you know, and it's funny you say that because people say that, but like, that's not necessarily the case. I mean, it is known as a basketball school, but that does not mean that it cannot become a football school as well. You know? Yeah, I thought that too, but it's look, just, I don't think they want it, man. I, I don't for, think they want for it. For example, look at Arkansas, man. Arkansas, um, literally, their basketball, men's basketball team went to what? The Elite Eight, was it? This year? Yeah. Their, their football team finishes in the top 25. Their baseball team goes to Omaha, the That's College true. World Series. Their their track and um, cross country teams are always in the running for the national championship. So you can be great at a lot of different things, you know, not just not just uh, one sport. And right. well, a lot of it too is a mindset. You know, and that's that's the thing is if if they have that mindset of they're just a basketball school, then that's all you're ever going to be. I just get the vibe that the athletic directors that have been there don't well, really care about football. Well, I, I told you a while ago that Jeff Long was an idiot. <laughs> yeah. I told you literally, man, I told you that Jeff Long was an idiot, and I told you that he was the athletic director of Arkansas, and I can now because he said there's more there's – more, to life than winning football games and down you there Bueller hello may I lost him again you there okay he's back you hear me you hear me I hear you yeah. now yeah Jeff Long was taking you away into the space yeah, I just probably shouldn't say that name. No, <laughs> no, Jeff Long. Jeff Long was canned at Arkansas because he was satisfied with not winning. Yeah, I, I, it, even it's it goes back even further, man. After they won the Orange Bowl, it just and the Mangino stuff happened, and then and then they just did a complete nosedive. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well. It makes great sense to me because historically that happens a lot. You look at you look at high school football. You know we talked about Hutch. Um, right. You know Hutchinson, Kansas. Their high school team was a powerhouse. They lose a certain coach, and they're nobody. Mm-hmm. You know That's Derby true. was not very good. They changed their coach. Now they're a powerhouse. You know. That's true. Coaching, coaching is everything. I think the thing that Mangino did too, and people that don't like him, whatever, but he he was a hell of a recruiter. Oh yeah, and you know the great thing about Mangino, not only did he recruit, he recruited a lot of guys that nobody else wanted, and he made them great. Exactly. Todd I mean, Reesing, 
dude. Uh, Jake Sharp, uh, dude. Akib Talib. Let me. The let list me goes on. Kerry Meyer, for example. Kerry mm-hmm. Meyer's older brother played quarterback at Kansas State, but Kerry Meyer is a Kansas kid. Was a Kansas kid, and I believe that there's in the history of the uh, Shrine Bowl, which is the Kansas high school All Star game. There's two families where the father and four sons played in the Shrine Bowl, and Kerry Meyer's family is one of them. Ironically, wow. they're both from both of the families are from Pittsburgh. Wow, yeah, it's and just to have like the ego. I mean, to this the, the intelligence too that Kerry Meyer had because he came in as a hot shot quarterback. And... Kerry Meyer, Kerry Meyer was a team player. Yeah, Kerry, Kerry Meyer was literally. A humble, quiet giant. Because literally, you're a starting quarterback in the in college football, the Division One level. Your spot gets taken away, so you tell the you tell the coach, "Okay, put me at receiver." And he catches over a hundred passes. It's insane. It is, and he ends up going to the Falcons. Yeah, he's drafted as a receiver. Yeah. <clears throat> Literally, I mean, yeah. Which this is kind go of off it. subject, but literally, no, go for it. Literally, kind of the same thing happened with Matt Jones. Granted, his position never got taken away, but literally, the guy's six six and runs a four three forty, and he becomes an NFL wide receiver. <laughs> what round was he drafted? First. Good lord, man! Uh, so, uh, what what happened to him? Like, what what ultimately happened to Matt Jones? Well, um, unfortunately, um, he was actually found cutting up cocaine in Arkansas, in Fayetteville, with a credit card. He got pulled over. <laughs> he was in his car cutting it up. Wow! He was cutting it up like Breaking Bad, Scarface, or something. yeah, <laughs> but. You know, he kind of, uh, I believe that after that, he he played a little bit with the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. You know, he played he played in the league for maybe maybe I want to say nine years, but mainly with Jacksonville. But you know that that whole deal is very unfortunate. But you know, everybody makes mistakes. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, obviously, I have. I mean. We talked about it earlier, the whole like Subway sandwich and the friendship thing with you. So, I mean, I, I'm not perfect. Nobody is. Perfect. But the the thing is... The, the thing is... I was not a good time. Bowler. You know? <laughs> okay, um, say that again, bro. Come. Only thing that came in was huh. bowler. No, I, I was saying a lot of people, you know, they look at me and they don't picture me being a bowler. Did you hear right. me? Yeah. Yeah, hear you now. Yeah. But literally, I, you know, I'm not a bad bowler. Um, I'm, you know, I've always been. I feel like I've been decent for a long time, but I got a little bit of coaching. And it made me 
turn into a great bowler. Well, and I personally think you put the work in too. Oh yeah. Because wouldn't you agree with me in, in football too? Like if the coaching, the coach can only do so much. The coach can give the players, the tools, the plays, the situations, but the player has to execute. And oh, you yeah. executed on your well, coach's strat- strategy. You, you, you executed on the techniques that he was trying to teach you. You were, you were open to learning too, which I think yes. is a huge yes. thing that a lot of people don't, that are not open. That a lot of people are closed off or set in their ways. They're not oh, open yeah. to learning. You were open to learning. So you, you grew as an athlete. Oh, yeah. Well, and the, the funny thing you know, you, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, the, a coach can lead the horse to water, but he can't make yeah. them drink. You know, um, now, if an athlete is not willing to learn, you know, if they think that they know everything, you you, you know, you got to be coachable because there's somebody else there that's trying to help you get better and better your craft. Right. I mean, I've dealt with people that are just, they don't, they think they know everything. Yeah. You know, you know I've directed a couple of short films and, 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 and a feature film, and I've dealt with people of all different kinds of experience, and the ones that usually are open to learning, the ones with less experience. If you have, like, if you have a lot of experience, sometimes you get a, you get full of yourself. You're not open to learning. Oh, yeah. Trying new things. You're kind of just set in your ways, so... I think that applies too in sports. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt, it does heavily. What do you think is great about football, like in general? What do the I think is? Football? What do yeah. I think about is great about football? Yeah. In um. General. You know, I would say the hitting, but like that would that would make me sound like a violent person, which I'm not. Um, I love the, the, I love the, the, uh, the strategies, you know, the, um, cause if you look at, you look at the history of football and how many, you know, different types of strategies there are, you know, like offensively mm-hmm. and defensively. I mean, that's, what's been so fun about, about football for me is all the strategies. I mean, literally, literally. You can score so many points quickly if you have the right kind of strategy. Yeah. What I like is it's it's a team game. You know, I know a quarterback gets a lot of the credit, but he's nothing without the offensive line blocking. You know, you have to have everybody on the same page, all 11 guys on offense on the same page and 11 guys on defense to execute and really play like all three phases of the game, you know, offense, yeah. defense, special teams, like that whole that that's becomes like it's it's like life, you know. You have to have that balance between you know work and work and hobbies and all that. Well, and that's kind of like uh, that's demonstrated on the field, you know, when your offense and your defense are are balanced, and that you're, you're, that's a recipe to win, I think. You know, and Michael Jordan said it perfectly. There's no there's no I in team, but there's an I in win. that's true well i want to talk now a little bit about professional sports i know you're a chiefs we said you're a chiefs fan and i'm I'm a dolphins fan and we made a trade with each other 
Yeah. Big trade. Dolphins gave up a bunch of draft picks for Tyreek Hill. Not only that, they signed Tyreek Hill to a big contract. The Chiefs were not willing to do that, which I understand. Well, really team friendly, well, and they have well, other well, issue, other needs. Um, the, the, the Chiefs, what do you what do you uh, think about the Tyreek Hill trade? What do you what do you think? What are your thoughts on, the, on that whole trade? Well, can you hear me now? Yeah. Well, what do I think about the trade? Um, well, Tyreek Hill is a great player, but Tyreek Hill is about Tyreek Hill, in my opinion. You know, I have followed him throughout most of his career. I even followed him in college and stuff. And Tyreek Hill wanted to get paid, and that's fine. The You know, mm-hmm. you play the game to get paid. I mean, that's why what a lot of them – you know, guys are after is, is a good paycheck and I get it, but, um, um, my whole deal on that is, you know, Tyree Killa had already made a good chunk of money from the chiefs. So it's mm-hmm. like, I lost respect for him because I'm like, you know, you're wanting more money, more money, more money, but it's like, when, when are you satisfied with what you've got and go after legacy? You know, like that, that's why I love Travis Kelsey is he's all about, he's literally all about legacy. He even said it. He's like, money's secondary to me now. Right. But I do believe Tyree kill. If he keeps his head on straight and his mouth shut, which he's not doing a very good (laughs) job of now, uh, He's going to help the Dolphins a lot, man. So, are you you're happy with the trade though? You're happy getting all those picks, and and uh, you're happy yeah, with it, where the Chiefs are going. Mad about it? It's yeah. I get it. You know, it's a business. Yeah, I, I'm happy with it too because I think the Dolphins needed to I go all in. <laughs> I, I think they needed to go all in, and and, and pairing Tyreek Hill with Waddle, Jalen Waddle. That's awesome. You've got, and, and, you've got 4-2 speed on one side and 4-3 on the other. Exactly. And, that's hard you know, play. we talked about that's that's going to spread a defense out, and that's going to keep them honest, and hopefully the Dolphins will be able to run the ball this year. They're probably one of the worst running, uh, running rushing offenses last year. It was pitiful. And they still somehow won nine games. But well, it's running the West Coast offense that Mike McDaniel's bringing in from the 49ers, I'm hopeful. And they've they've made some uh, – Taron Armstead's going to help huge on the offensive line for Tua. And Tua, as much crap as he's getting, uh, he's he's had talent around him at Alabama. He's had talented receivers. Oh, yeah. Alabama. So this is setting Dude, up perfect for him. You had You had – Tua had Waddle, he had Henry Ruggs, he had Jerry Judy. Yep. I do believe. Yeah. Oh, um yeah. dude, he's been he's been stacked with talent around him. Now, however, if the Dolphins don't win now after getting Tyreek Hill, then they need to go a different oh. direction. Yeah. They he'll need be to gone. move on to Tua. <laughs> he'll be gone for sure. He'll be getting Garoppolo or somebody. Or... <laughs> Or Baker Mayfield, who knows? But 
I hope they win some games. I hope they make the playoffs. I hope. I, I mean, I hope. I think the Chiefs are, are still Super Bowl contenders, and I think the draft oh, yeah. picks. That's what the Chiefs do. They draft good players. That's what they. Well, that's what they, everybody does. Yeah, but see, that's not our thing. That's that's the strategy that we were talking about. Strategy. Yeah, back to the coaching too. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> well, it's been a good good show, man. I, I um. Anything else you want to talk about football wise? Oh, I can always I you know me, I can talk football all day long. All right. Well, uh Charlie Paul, you guys got anything for us? You want to come in, chat a little bit? I'll give them an opportunity. Yeah, that would be cool to hear questions from them or whatever. That'd be really yeah, cool. It's cool. it's cool they're listening though. That's nice. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. How many wins do you think Michigan's going to get this year? Okay, yeah, I knew you were going to ask. Well, I think they're going to still be in the 9-10 wins. I think it's going to come down to, again, the Ohio State game. And that's going to be tough. Because they're they won last year finally, Ohio State's going to be playing at home, and it's just going to go ahead and ask your question. What's your question, Tim? I can hear you. I can hear you. Now, let me let me ask you: Are you okay? Are you finally satisfied with Harbaugh now? Because you were not. Because he had not beaten Ohio State. I am because I don't necessarily know who they can get that will do any better. You look at the Big Ten. First of all, the SEC, obviously they're the kings of college football, and they have been for the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. And it's it's only gotten, you know, better for them. Now with the, the likeness stuff and the NIL stuff, it's interesting little winkle. I'm curious now, to see how that plays out with the with three. all that. Bring back the dang college football video game. <laughs> I know that's the thing. They haven't had one since 2012. Is that correct? 2014, right? Oh, no, 2014. Yeah. 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 2014. Yeah. So really, 2013 because that came out yeah. in 2013. And your so guy almost 10 years. Denard Robinson's on the cover from Michigan. Yeah. But do I think Michigan's a national championship contender? Uh, probably not. I just they, – they have to figure out how to get bigger and faster like these SEC let, schools, and I, and I just don't know. Let me, let me ask you this. Do you, do you think that Michigan could compete if they had Arkansas's schedule every year that Arkansas has? Or am I getting the same talent or the talent they have now? Well, so, I mean, in, yeah. Like, do you think your Michigan teams could compete in the SEC? I think they'd win seven or eight games. Every year? No, this year. Like, with the talent they have now in the SEC. Oh. I think, 
Now, I think if you put that Arkansas team that you have now coming into this year, I think I think they would have won the Big Ten last year. Like that team that you guys yeah. have. I, and Michigan won Big Ten last year. I, I just think you got us on quarterback. Your quarterback's athletic, bigger arm. He's got he's got more of the X factor, unpredictability. Yeah. You know, McNamara, you know what he's gonna do. He's limit he's limited. Yeah. We probably have Eon running back. I think I don't know about that. I don't I don't know about that. See? That's what I'm saying. It's like I mean, because, dude, um like Arkansas literally they are literally so they are stacked at the running back position right now. I mean, they've got uh, Raheem Sanders, Rocket Sanders. They've got mm-hmm. AJ Green. Uh, they had Traylon Smith. Um, and I, I believe against Texas, um, I believe they rushed for almost 400 yards, if I'm not mistaken. And, and nobody had, nobody rushed for over 100 yards. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, fine, fine. You can have you can have running back position. I think Michigan had a better defense last year than Arkansas. Ooh, but I don't know. Say, it's hard to say though because they got demolished by Georgia. Dude, Arkansas I don't lost by three, right? Um, I think Arkansas lost pretty bad to Georgia, but lost, oh, Arkansas Arkansas only lost by seven to Alabama at Alabama. Yeah. Arkansas's defense last year was was pretty good. It's hard to say. It's hard to compare, I think. But, no, I don't think Michigan would have performed as well in the SEC. If they now, the question. now, historically, though, um, you know, I think, isn't Michigan the winningest program in college football history? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. That's correct. Still there? Yeah. I miss I miss your questions, man. Come on, come back. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Um, I was gonna say I think that isn't Michigan the the winningest program in college football history. They are. Hello? They are, yeah. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. I know that they're at least top five. Yeah, they are. They're number one. And a lot of it's early on, man. They haven't won oh, yeah. a national championship since 97. Oh, yeah. Um, they just won a conference title for the first time in probably 10, 15 years. Yeah. So, well, but still, I mean, and a lot of that is early on. I mean... But you look at the same, it's the same with Notre Dame, you know. A lot of their stuff was early on. Oh, yeah. You know, um, one thing I like about Arkansas, though, is, you know, no matter how good they are, they're kind of always an underdog. And everybody loves an underdog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Michigan's always, like, overhyped, it seems like. They're always, like, picked to... Uh... To do really well, and that, yeah. that sets up for disappointment. Oh yeah, which is what we we had in the Orange Bowl. But I'm still happy with the season, Big Ten championship. I mean, that's something they haven't had in a long time. 
So I was pretty oh, yeah. happy with that. Now, let me ask you this. Would you be happy with Michigan if, if they were winning eight to nine games a year or even ten, but, but losing to Ohio State almost every year? That's what was happening. Yeah. And you were no. getting really frustrated with that, right? It's frustrating. It's like uh, mediocrity, really. Because the, the games that they were losing to Urban Meyer and Ohio State, they weren't even close. Like the team yeah, didn't even but be competitive. Here's the thing, though: you were still winning. It's true. You know, Arkansas for the past ten years was not winning, That's and it true. was very brutal to be an Arkansas fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess that's that's fair. That's a good that's a good uh, good point. But I think right now you're probably right. I think Arkansas is probably the better team. But we'll see. Time will tell. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be crazy if they played each other in a bowl game? Oh yeah. What what do you think about the playoff thing? I mean, are they going to expand that ever? You think the the playoff needs to be expanded. Four teams yeah. is not enough. How many teams is enough? I think I think 12 to 16 would be awesome. And people say that you can't you can't do that because of the schedules in football. Well, sure you can. Sure you can. I'm not asking yeah. for 64 or 32 like in basketball. You know, I'm asking 16. Sure you can. That's 4 weeks of football. I think you'd make the bowl games part of that tournament or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. That's Every bowl do. game could mean something. Yeah. Now, other, other than money. Because right now that's all about money. Oh, of course. You know. I, I think that college football is going to end up being some sort of split division or semi-pro type thing soon because of all well it already is it already is i mean we said it we said it a while ago bryce young was a millionaire before he even stepped on the field isn't that crazy boy i'll tell you what if i if it was that way for me um my whole house would be full of the these autographs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's up, Rudy? Rudy just came in here to join the show. Oh, that's that's his dog, guys. Rudy yes, it after is. the Notre Dame legend and also the movie. Yes. That's actually a great name for him because his favorite toy is a football. <laughs> yeah, I uh, ended up crashing it. Tim's place one time and I woke up the morning before Tim I thought and uh, had to go to the bathroom and ended up being a number two so I'm trying to sneak it out <laughs> before anybody finds me and then the door opens up and it's it's Rudy the dog staring at me and I literally go like ah! <laughs> really loud or something I, I had some kind of shocked surprise and then Rudy came in and and just like was pretty much laughing at me, and left the room and then and then woke Tim up. So, 
Rudy's a good dog. Rudy's, Rudy will will break into bathroom do- doors and he'll he'll protect the house. So, oh yeah, Tim, you got you got a good one. Oh yeah, I lucked out because I I had bad luck with getting dogs before him. I think you went through like three different dogs before him. Yeah, maybe even right? four. <laughs> He, he called me one night. You're like another one bites the dust, brother. <laughs> another dog bites the dust. Yeah, you know, I had to give him away or take him back or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, part of the problem is all them dogs I was getting were already adults, and I got Rudy when he was a, I believe, six months old. So yeah, Rudy. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I I think from now on, like. Next time I get a dog, it'll have to be young. Yeah, but then comes training and all that, you know. Well, I actually lucked out because Rudy was trained whenever I got him. That's what I mean. Like, if you got, like, a puppy, that's a little... That's like having a kid on some level. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, dude, I think think this is a good episode. I think... Oh, definitely. Call it good. Hour 20. Feeling pretty good. Thanks, Paul and Charlie, for hanging in here listening to us. Uh, this has been the first episode of Now's Not a Good Time. Yeah. Which, you know, to explain that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tim and I will call each other sometimes, and sometimes <laughs> it's not a good time. And so we, I used to just... I used to just put the default, like, sorry, can't talk right now. And then the automatic response would come back to him, and, and we'd give each other crap for that. So then we saw Top Gun Maverick. And Ice and Maverick are texting back and forth to each other, and I think Ice is like, oh, I need to see you. And then Maverick's like, now's not a good time. And, you know, it's kind of just like we started laughing and making and making fun of it and just kind of an inside joke. So well, we decided to call the show. Oh, you got, you got something to add, Tim? Go for it. Yeah, because that's us. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's we're Ice and Maverick. Yeah, like, yeah, he's like, now's not a good time. Well, I wasn't asking, and I'm laughing because <laughs> we're really up. Yeah, we've I'm said talking. that to each other. We have yeah. said that to each other multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> oh man well yeah well, thanks guys for checking it out and we're going to do some more um, oh yeah we got a lot to talk about we haven't even got oh, into yeah. like the uh, Scarface stuff or the Jack Nicholson's <laughs> or we, we, there's a lot man we there's so many things we can talk about on episodes so this is going to be fun yeah all right, guys. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe, and we'll see you on the next one. Have a good day. <laughs>